Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for you on this Monday. Yeah, I know it's a Monday. We're going to make your Monday a little bit better. It is April 25th, year of science, 2022. Science! Well, health science. It is right to give science thanks and praise, and it's right for you guys to be with us here on the Ralph Report. Great show for you today, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, first of all, it's Munchin' Monday, Mm. and I know Passover may be over. They may have passed over Passover. (laughs) Ended on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, but uh, it lives on here at the Ralph Report because we're going to be digging into some gefilte fish. It does not. Shalom. Something I want to do. Shalom, Eddie. Shalom. You're going to get yourself. This is straight from Israel, by the oh, way. Oh, did you get special ordered straight from No, you? it's just I bought it at the store. But and it says from Israel on it? It says it. Okay. Let me, let me grab it real quick. Grab it. Ugh. It's not. Look. It looks delicious. How does that look delicious? Yehuda <laughs> is the name of the brand. Yehuda. Yehuda, product of Israel, original. Imported. Gefilte fish. That there looks- you go. Fucking gross. It looks wonderful, and I can't it wait to dig in. looks like something that belongs in, like, a scientist lab, like on the shelf, <laughs> like with body organs. I think there's only two in here. Oh, it looks so gross. Maybe we'll split one. Ugh. No egg yolk and no MSG. Oh, thank God. So that's all. I have to watch my MSG. That's all set up for us for later on in showgram here today on that the podcast. It looks awful. Uh, what else we got? Entertainment news. We're going to be giving away... Uh, the shrewbius. Shrewbius. It is me, <laughs> half me, half tree shrew, the creature that can drink unlimited amounts of alcohol. And uh, we raised some money for the March of Dimes over nice. the weekend. It was the March of Babies. It's a big fundraising event they do, and all the money goes to the March of Dimes and their research for uh, neonatal care and mm. for uh, preemie kids. The only charity that I know of that specializes in the needs of premature babies, of which I have way too much experience with yeah. Olivia and my son Lincoln, both being preemies. And uh, we lost Lincoln to uh, NEC, it's called NEC, which is just a, um, a, uh, and a, um, excuse me, a, um, a, 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 no, what the hell is it called? Uh, not an acronym? Yeah, an acronym. An acronym. Yeah, yeah. Yes. an acronym for an infection that sometimes uh, uh, babies get, but it's predominantly in premature babies. Mm. It's an insidious disease and it took his life. So, they are focusing on that, and uh, we did, we raised money for a good cause over That's the weekend. Good. So we'll be giving away that artwork that someone will win thanks to their donation. Uh, entertainment news, phone calls, all that good stuff, but let's get the introductions out of the way. If I sound a little spacey, you'll understand why. We'll tell you that story in a little <laughs> bit as well. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman, a.k.a. So does Eddie. Thank you. Nice. That's new. Turn over new leaf. One's a paperweight. Oh, my God. I'm going to slap you in your jaw. (laughs) Uh, That voice you hear in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, 
the sheriff of Ghost Town, mm. Eddie Spaghetti. Oh, boo. My name is Eddie. I love spaghetti. So I eat it whenever I can. If it's ready, give me spaghetti. It's a lovely thing. It looks like string. It's such a thrill to eat my fill and gobble till there's nothing on the plate. Spaghetti is great. Where was that? What is that? Kevin Mocklin sent that into us here on the Ralph Report. That's from Sesame Street. I don't remember that. Well, you'll you'll learn it because we're going to play it every day now. That's amazing. For the remainder of this broadcast. I was tortured with Eddie Spaghetti. I know you were. In my childhood. Here we call him. Odie Goff. Odie Goff. Or Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo ho, Eddie. How was your weekend? That was nice, nice uh, weekend. Not too bad. My my buddy Jerry, who uh, I do the other podcast with, the Ramble, he finally got his all clear and he got his ostomy bag removed, so ah. his can- all of his cancer procedures are done. And oh, it's good news. We got him home from the hospital yesterday, so I think everything is good. Ah, good. Please so, wish him uh, the best from yes. all of us here at the Ralph Report. Uh, before we get any further, I do also want to wish a good Anzac Day to all of our Garmy members down there in Australia and New Zealand. Today is their day. It's like their Memorial Day, where they honor the servicemen and service women of Australia and New Zealand. Anzac Day is uh, based on the battle in Turkey during the First World War. 107 years <laughs> since landing is what is uh, at what is now called Anzac Cove, and uh, there were a significant bunch of British troops who died on that day as well. But in Australia and New Zealand, they honor their defense forces on this day. It's called Anzac Day, so. Uh, fine wish to all those folks. Christopher Ling, a four-star Garmy member from Sydney, sent that in. And I know we have lots of Garmy members who listen down under, so I wanted to make sure to wish them nice. a happy Anzac Day as well. Um, the reason I sound so spacey and the reason my my weekend was not good is I, and you know, I've mentioned this before, I've been dealing off and on with this chronic pain in my jaw that is... From the temp, the temp, oh, fuck me. This is going to be a hard show to get through. I just, I'm in so much pain, it's hard to focus, which right. is the most frustrating part about, yes. about being in pain. Uh, the Templar, Templar, Tempora? Temp, no, it's not Tempora. The Templar mandib, mandibular Men, joint. Okay. Temp, tempa, tempa, Your jaw joint. Hold on, I got to look it up. I'm going to just look it up. I'm not going to stop the show. I'm just going to look just it look up. Just look it up. Mandibular? Man, man, I know mandibular. Mandible? Part. I know mandibular part is right. T-M-J. Because you say jaw joint. No. So I think everybody get what you're saying. No, we got to get it right. Well, do we? Yes. Are people coming here for that information? They will. I don't think so. Uh, the tempo mandibular joint. Tempo mandibular tempo joint. Tempo mandibular joint okay. dysfunction is what I'm dealing with. Right. And... I talked about it before and how hard it is and how much I have sympathy for folks who are suffering with chronic pain because now I know what you've been going through. And it's been a couple months now because yeah, of this off yeah, and on. Yeah. The dentist did what he could. He thought it was an issue of the uh, one of my teeth that had been previously worked on, was, was riding a little high and it was throwing my bite off. And that's what he thought caused it. So he ground that down. And that did help for a while, right. but never quite got rid of it all. Okay. And this weekend... It came roaring back oh. in a way that has been unlike anything I have dealt with up to this point. Can you chew? Does it hurt to eat? Hurts to do everything. Oh. Hurts to eat, hurts to sleep. Uh, it's particularly worse after I eat because I've uh, aggravated that joint and inflamed right. all those nerves. And apparently there are nerves that run 
through that joint nearby there. You have a long one that runs all the way down your jaw. Yeah, but there are yeah. several others. The one that goes up into your head. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole series, a network of nerves that uh, are particularly vulnerable to that joint, which I have since found after doing a weekend of research while icing <laughs> my face, is one of the most complex joints in the human body. The jaw joint. Yes, mm. because it goes uh, up and down yeah, and yeah. in and out. Oh. And so it, when you fuck it up, you're fucking up something that's hard to fix, oh. basically. What did you do? Can you pinpoint when you did it? Yeah, I see, that's why people said, well, maybe it's you're grinding your teeth at night. And my dentist even said that. And I know that's not it because I don't grind my teeth at night. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, it's the only time it really feels okay because right. I think I've been relaxing and resting the jaw. Right. Right? It's much worse at the during the day and then by the end of the day, it's really bad. But I remember distinctly injury not injuring it but something happened with it and that was the beginning of my problems and not to get too personal here but what the fuck we're family <laughs> i was on a date oh okay and my date was sitting on my face okay that happens and i was providing particularly um aggressively passionate right. oral service that's what you do that's what you that's do that's what you do and i was really really bringing it home Much i was Master General. i was delivering <laughs> delivering on the promise that sitting on my face would was bring a good idea it was a good idea and i was hell-bent to show what a good idea that well, was good for you and good it was it was a, a lot of uh pressure and and movement right. and the next day after that i said wow that i jacked up my jaw a little bit on this side oh, right so you didn't feel it at the moment the next day no the next day is when mm. i was like wow that's that's a little hinky mm. and and then from that point on we've been dealing with this. so this is a sex injury yes okay S this is sex gone so bad this is sex i guess if you have to in you know injure your <laughs> tempo mandibular joints well, that's the way to do it this is the way to better do this it. than a bar fight yeah, really. And I, again, anyway, this weekend, it's just been, it's, it's just been in, on fire. And it's like having a toothache mm -hmm. all over an entire side of your face. That sucks. That really sucks. Imagine the worst toothache you've ever had. Yeah. And then just take that and extrapolate it out to half of your face. Oh, is it coming in waves of pain or is it just? All of the above. Oh. There's a standard sort of level of pain and yeah. then it has a crescendo and then there's a peak and then it'll subside a little bit and you're thinking, okay, maybe it's going to go away for a while and it doesn't and then it shoots back up again. And so this has been ongoing. This is all weekend long. I damn near canceled the show today because I didn't know how. Yeah, it when I got here, you did not look good. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you the story so the weekend comes and it's just unbearable it's the kind of pain at moments where you can't sit there and Ugh. go through it i had to get up and mm. walk Try around to distract the yourself and you know there's very little you can do when you're going through that mm -hmm. that you can function you yeah. know it's it's watch tv with ice Ugh. is pretty much your standard operational procedure right. um it hurts after I eat, it's during I, I, when I eat, it hurts after I eat because I've inflamed the joint by moving it more. Um, pretty much anything you do with your mouth is gonna is gonna be a problem. And no over the counter medications are helpful. I've been popping ibuprofen like Tic Tacs, and it's just it, it takes the edge off, but right. it's not really making a big difference. So as I said, I did a deep dive into research over the weekend, and it's all bad news. And it's all discouraging. And there's people telling nightmare stories for years right, that they've dealt that, with that's this. That's not where you can go to try to get it. For, you have to go to a doctor. Well, 
that's what it's I was doing. I was shit. researching yeah, but, all of the different treatment options. Right, but it's always miserable on the internet. WebMD is a nightmare. No, I'm not talking about WebMD. I'm talking about the when you go to these treatment centers, right. they have uh, patient testimonials. Right. And the people that they've helped are saying, this is great because this has been five years I've been dealing with this thing. And so thank God for the people at TMJ Institute. And you can't believe they're cure stories either because everyone's got their hand out and they're right. looking for their credit card information. So I'm looking at all my different options to see, okay, I got to do something. What are the steps I'm going to take? The dental step I did. Yeah. And he already said, well, we should put a spacer in that you wear at night so you don't grind your teeth. I don't think that's my issue. Now, look, I'm not, I'm not saying I won't go back down that, that road right. should things not work out, but I wanted to start taking some proactive steps based on the knowledge that I had, which was it's probably stress or injury induced. Yeah. It's not a dental thing. So I don't need a mouth guard. What can I do? And I'm going to say something now. It's a little controversial and I don't want to hear it because every time I bring up chiropractic, yeah. people will come out of the woodwork and say, that's a scam and you're fooling yourself and right. it's, 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 it's witchcraft. And you know, they're, they're all, you know, uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're all con artists and blah, blah, blah. I'd save it. I uh, I have had much experience with chiropractic, and it's almost always been positive. It's helped my back. I sure. go into a situation with a chiropractor in pain, and then they move me, and then I feel better yeah. afterwards. I think that's okay. If that's witchcraft, so be it. Cast your spell on me, Doc. <laughs> so I say to myself, I say, it's a joint. It's a joint in right. my face. It can be manipulated. It probably adjusted. can be adjusted or manipulated by yeah. someone who knows what they're doing. That, let's start there. So I go on the internet this weekend and I'm looking through uh, chiropractors and looking at the reviews on Google and Yelp because those are the best kind of ways to gauge whether someone has been successful or not mm -hmm. by the people who are either bitching or moaning that they're right. uh, you know, a hack or somebody who's been successful. Mm -hmm. So I'm going through there and I'm specializing or trying to find uh, chiropractors who have experience or specialize in TMJ work. Apparently it is one of the sources of oh, treatment that you can do. Oh, okay. So I'm going through this and uh, Sunday morning, it's particularly bad. And I go online and I find a chiropractor who specializes in TMJ, TMJ who has Sunday hours. What? What are the odds of that? That's rare. So I call the guy All up. cash. I call the guy up. He's, he works in a van <laughs> behind a Walmart. <laughs> and you got to leave the money in a trash can in a brown, brown paper bag and then circle it back around. <laughs> no, he's a guy in an office. Okay, it's legit. So I call the guy. The guy answers his own phone, which okay. always makes me either troubling. suspicious or, oh, wow, that's kind of homespun. That's kind of small town America. There's a doctor <laughs> answering his own phone. Doctor answers the phone. And I say, uh, hi, uh, my name is Ralph Garman, and I'm uh, ex experiencing severe uh, jaw pain, and I'm pretty sure it's a TMJ situation. And I was wondering if you could take a look and uh, maybe make an appointment sometime this week. Yeah. And he says, I, I'll, I'll take you today. Huh? Okay. Even better, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then he says to me, he says, he says, Ralph Garman. And I was like, yeah. He goes, do you work with Eddie Pence? Do you have a podcast with Eddie Pence? What? And I've I've had a lot of people recognize me from a lot of different <laughs> but places. Not from me, but not usually. <laughs> do you get? Do you work with the famous Eddie Pence? <laughs> usually, I get. Do you work with 
are you the one who does that thing with Kevin Smith, the big time director Kevin Smith, or weren't you <laughs> on with Kevin and Bean on the K Rock show? Or, this guy's like, wait yeah. a minute, that name sounds familiar. You don't you don't work with you know Eddie, Eddie Pence, Pence, dude. You know Eddie Pence? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know Eddie Pence. Wow, well, such disgust when you say it. Well, not that, but I was like, well, what? What's the? <laughs> Who the fuck knows Eddie Pence? And what's the in here? What's what's he getting at? What's the final result? And he goes. I know Eddie Pence so well. I adjust him and his wife oh, all the time. Dean, Doctor Dean. It's Doctor Dean. Okay, is the guy I call. Wow. He says, "I know. Have you seen Stanley? Their new dog. He's adorable." And <laughs> I know Eddie, and you guys do a podcast together. I said, "Yes, that's, that's hilarious." Right. And he's like, "I'm a comic too," and I was like, "What? What?" Yes, he is a comic. He yes. said, "I'm also a comedian." And a chiropractor. Yes. So now I don't know whether this is the greatest <laughs> chiropractor in the world or the worst chiropractor. He's a in good the world. chiropractor. I've used him a few times. He's pretty good. Anyway, I looked him up. Yeah. And looked at his ratings yeah. in on Google and Yelp. Oh yeah. I've never seen a doctor before that has all five stars. Oh, really? Nobody has no one's complained. A bad thing to say. I know. I think he's been great. I've used him a few times. I was like, Sunday hours, knows Eddie Pence. <laughs> Good reviews, and in his bio, he says how much he has done research on and worked with TMJ. Oh, wow. So I'm in, and I go down to the office, and I meet Dr. Dean, and he's a sweetheart. He's an East Coast guy, yeah. loves Springsteen and Billy Joel. Oh, he told you about Springsteen. Oh, he can talk, he's, I'll oh, tell yeah. you that much. He, he can, can definitely talk. talk. He played me a little a chunk from his uh, act from the other night, too, by the way, while I was lying face down on his table. So he's you like, you're going to like this. So you couldn't escape? And he puts the phone next to my head, and my face is in the cradle, and he's playing me uh, oh, a, a chunk from a, his uh, He's a character, for sure. He is. Yes. But he gets to work on me. Yeah. And he hits me with this frequency gun he's got, and he's got this uh, this trigger thing using to uh, manipulate the joint. Yeah. And he he really uh, put in a lot of work. And by the time he was done, yeah. I felt pretty good. Okay. And then I got home, and it started to flare up again. Uh. Now, I'm thinking, because in prior experiences I've had with chiropractic is, especially after being fucked up for a couple months yeah everything is so inflamed well the muscles are also just so the muscles yeah. the nerves everything is jacked up so i can't really tell right whether it was a temporary fix or whether this is the beginning of the road back to some are sort you supposed of to have several more visits because sometimes it takes a couple of visits he said we're gonna i'm gonna check in with you and then we're gonna reassess and then we'll go back and uh, retreat or we'll do whatever okay. so i'm not done with dr dr dean <laughs> dr. yet dean but uh <laughs> For the first thing out of his mouth to be, do you know Eddie Pence? I was like, oh, this is a Let's setup. See. This is a, this is some sort of uh, he's going to take a kidney or something. Some, this, no, I'm going to wake up in a bathtub. No, no good can come from this. So anyway, Doctor Dean says his regards. Oh, hi, Doctor Dean. And uh, that's nice. He uh, he did help me out, and I got to say, it's bad. But it wasn't as bad as it was before I went into his yeah. office. So I'm hoping that maybe that's a sign that things are going to be. Well, like uh, you said, improving. you know, we we both been to chiropractic before, and it's never like completely fixed. No. Once it's done, it no. takes a while. It's to... not like pulling a thorn out of your yeah. paw or something where it just magically goes away. Sometimes it needs multiple treatments, and sometimes there is a, there's a residual pain that you have to. And those deal muscles with. been spasmed for so long that it takes forever to. And sometimes those spasm muscles pull it back out of place. See, that's the thing. If you know, if your body gets used to it being yeah. wrong long enough, it starts to 
assume that's its natural right. position and it 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 it, so, it, it uh, works well, against you. Hopefully, so, on the road recovery, especially this week because we got the live show that's coming right. up on the weekend. I got Steve Ashton flying in. I'm going to have company here at the house. I don't want to be in pain and grumpy. Well, they sent you know? Jerry home with a bottle of Oxy, and oh. he doesn't. He's not going to take it, so I could probably snag a few for you. Fucking Oxy! If you need a few for the show, I need some for my life. I was thinking that today as I was popping my ibuprofen. I was like, and I watched uh, that that the series on Hulu with uh, Michael Keaton. Dope sick. Dope sick. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking of, you know, the the miners who were getting uh, yeah. oxy and like, this will help. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. I'd be the guy who was uh, four months out. I'd be turning tricks for heroin in somebody's <laughs> parking lot. Because, be in Dr. Dean's van. Because I got hooked up on, uh, I got hooked on oxy. So I probably won't go down the opioid Probably road. bad idea. Thought I'd offer that. But uh, ice and ibuprofen for the time being. But if I seem a little spacier, I can't quite find my words. It's just because I've been in real pain for three days, and it's just not coming quite as easily as it usually does. So wow. I'm going to press on. We're going to press on and make uh, make today's show happen. Dr. Dean. Nonetheless, because Dr. Dean worked his magic on me. Eddie least, Pence. At least I hope so. Do you know Eddie Pence? <laughs> no good can come from that question. It's like, am I in Bizarro World? Yeah, right. <laughs> so there you go, kids. I'm playing hurt, but I'm here nonetheless. And uh, and and this is not, by the way, uh, a uh, request for you to send in your uh, TMJ uh, tips or, or uh, treatments or cures or whatever. I know many of you have may maybe have dealt with this before, and uh, you have a, an idea of how it should be fixed. Mm -hmm. that, I guess. Who am I kidding? Send it in. Send it if in. you got something to say. It might help. It might help. I'll take it with a grain of salt. But uh, I feel bad because sometimes I think people are thinking I, I'm helped. They need to fix me in some way. Right. And I don't want feel, people to feel obligated. Well, they care for you. I know. They want to help you. And I appreciate that. And I care for them, and I want to help them too. So speaking of help, yeah. we did a bunch of good over the weekend. So let's get right to it with our uh, raffle. Let's give away this piece of original Eddie Pence artwork, shall we? I want to thank everyone who donated over uh, the past week to Jose and his wife. They did a great thing over the weekend. They did the March of Babies with the March of Dimes, Jose and Nydia. Their baby, Jacob, who's now a grown-ass boy, I think he's uh, 13 or 14 years old. Oh, wow. Um, he was a preemie, and that's how they got involved in mm. all this. So we made them the charity of the week. I want to thank all the Garmy members who were so kind to donate. As you remember, just any size donation, they are all important and they all matter and they all get you into the fishbowl. But I want to uh, shout out some people who did particularly uh, generous donations, starting with the 25s, uh, Tanya Little, Phil Esposito, uh, Kim Gagens, I want to say. I'm probably saying her name incorrectly, mm -hmm. but... Uh, uh, they gave a 25-buck donation. Mario Plazola gave 30, as did Jamie wow. Corbett and Sarah Goodman and Eric Fleming and Jason Shearer. Amazing. Uh, Tisha Martinez, Samantha Navarro, Judy Wang all donated 30 bucks. Lauren Green sent in $35, not the Bonanza one. He's a good man, though, ah, Lauren. Yes, he is good. Dead, but good. No, this guy isn't dead. That's no, my the point. Other one. The other guy the other one's was dead. good. He's and dead. is dead. This guy's this alive guy. and, and good. also good. Both are good. Jennifer Thomas, $50 <laughs> donation, along with Lester Bullock, Debbie uh, Checo. Uh, Checkio? Checo? I think Chico. it's Checo. Chico. I think it's Checo. Chico. Angela Dangvu, uh, Nick D'Armendi, and Elijah Elliott, all with $50 donations. Jeff Seda 
and Daryl Hefferman with $60 donations, James Schaffner and Katie Fillingham also with $60. Lisa Cooper sent in $75. Then our $100 club, Linda Golden, once again, she's just an amazing lady who always donates, if she can, 100 bucks to all Ooh, of our charities. Wow. Mike Bolster, also a big donor. Nice. August Dockerty, Kristen Farley, Frederick Steinmiller, and John Morrison, all with $100 donations. Wow. Danny Mary, down under, just speaking of Australia, 120 bucks. Andrea Larkin, $125. And then Laura Condit with a $200 donation. So thank you all for everybody, uh, all the donations that you made. It was spectacular to raise money for such a worthy cause. Let's see what we raised in total. $2,060. All going towards the uh, March of Dimes charity and helping premature babies. So That's uh, awesome. That is awesome. As you know, what happens next is I wrote everybody's name down and I put them here. Can't fake that sound. In the uh, Ralph Report fishbowl, I'm going to have the artist himself, Eddie Pence, reaching there, there, dig deep, and pick out a name for today's lucky winner of a sketch of Shrubius. Shrubius. Lester Bullock. Lester Bullock. Lester, congratulations. Make sure you check your mailbox. We're going to be sending Shrubius your way. And a couple Ralph Report stickers and some other swag as well. So thanks to everybody who donated. Truly appreciate it. And a special shout out to Jose and Nidia who, uh, Nidia rather, who uh, uh, let us know about the the charity. Mm. And uh, I I know they were very moved, by the way. Let me read a quick. Jose wanted to call, but he couldn't call without breaking up oh i totally as you can imagine yeah i totally but understand. they were both so moved by the support of the garmy um they talked about their time in the nicu and they said we wanted to help fund research that will make science reveal itself science rules he said we are uh, we're really just people that are saying we should be doing more for this and it's our friends family and now the garmy that are throwing their financial support behind it we've cried tears of joy just thinking of that fact and it's for the benefit of all the moms and babies in the future thanks so that's from Jose and his family. Oh, so uh, you guys did a good thing, Garmy, as you always do when we ask. You guys are so damn generous, and we really appreciate it. All right, let's turn our attention, speaking of the Garmy, to the Ralph Report Hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available for you. You can just leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. All you have to do is simply dial in the number. It's one eight three three. Hi, Ralph. And I listen to them all. I grab a handful that catch my attention, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's going to play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. We always start Mondays off, because Monday's a rough day for a lot of people, mm-hmm. with a joke. It's for Mirthful oh. Monday. Hey, why do uh, the Norwegians put barcodes on their battleships? I don't know why. So they can Scandinavian. <laughs> <laughs> they can scan the Navian. Norwegians. I got it. Scandinavian. Yeah, scan the Navian, yes. Sc- see, Norway <laughs> is one of the Scandinavian, Scandinavian. countries. Oh, yes, yes. So Scandinavia yes. is a region, yes. and they would be known as Scandinavians. Right. And you need, but you need a barcode if to you scan put a barcode some, yes. on something, if you're like a supermarket or right, something, and you need to get the yeah. price, 
then you scan the barcode. Put the barcode on the Navy. And so this way, when the Navy scan them in. comes into port, Got it. they can scan the Got Navy it. in, which if you say it quickly, Scandinavian. Sounds like. Got it when he said it. I don't think you I understand. Did. I'll explain. I I'll did. explain it to you later. There's a lot of different ways you can use the Ralph Report hotline. Feel free to be as creative as you like. You can call and let us know what you think of the show. Meh. Meh. Oh, meh. Meh. Okay. That's all he thought. I mean, sometimes. Meh. <laughs> Not wrong. Maybe you just want to vent. Maybe you just want to vent on the Ralph Report oh. hotline. I'm stuck in traffic. That was it. That was the entire well, We've call. all been there. Look, sometimes you got to get it off your chest. Yeah, somebody, somebody's got to hear it. We'll lend you a friendly ear here at the Ralph <laughs> Report. Sometimes you want to share something personal about yourself. Yeah. Last week during the Garmy Game Show, we had 80s and 190s, but 80s uh, cartoon series yeah. theme songs, right. and Eddie had to guess them. People loved that game, by that the way. That was fun. I think we'll do more audio challenges like that. No one loved the game as much as this young lady did. Hi, you guys were talking about uh, 80s theme songs on Friday, and um, I just felt like it was appropriate to share that my very first wet dream was about Lionel from the da, 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 Thundercat. What? I'm sure I'm not the only one. He was sexy. Love you, Nina. Bye. I don't know if I'd be so sure that you're not the only one who had their first wet dream to Lion-O from the Thundercats. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know women had wet dreams. I didn't know they the did way. either. Maybe she just means she had a dream where she, she, had, woke woke, up, she had an orgasm. Yes, woke up wet. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, Lion-O from the Thundercats did I'm trying to think her. if there's any female version of animals that I found attractive. Because he was part lion, part man. Yeah, but he was mostly man. Mostly man, but looked like he a lion. man with like a, like a beard. Right, I'm like trying a, to think if there's a female Like a beard version. face and some I teeth. <laughs> I don't think there was. Maybe, yeah, no. Can't think of any. There were like sexy... Sexy animals? Yeah. Maybe I can't... What was the chick from the Thundercats? I can't think of her name. Oh, she was attractive, but I don't think I, I didn't have a, a wet dream to Pusina? her. Pussina? Pussina? Pussy. Just pussy. <laughs> I think a lot of cartoon characters, they turned me on when I was a kid. Yeah. But they were all human. Yeah, they were all human. They're mostly yeah. human ones. Although Bugs Bunny, when he dressed up as a chick. Uh, made you think. Pretty hot. Made you think. And we always play upbeat music for you on every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. Today's suggestion comes from Matt. Hey, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie. What's up, Steve? It's Matt from Buffalo. I got a happy hit suggestion. You guys are talking about the Badlands so much. I think y'all should play some Bruce Springsteen Badlands guaranteed to bring the house down. Well, well, in order to uh, honor Dr. Dean, for Dr. Dean, who's a huge Springsteen Biggest fan, one you will ever meet. It's, it's massive. Massive. Yes. And then I made the mistake of mentioning Billy Joel. Oh. And so he's like, You're lucky oh, you're not still there. Oh, we need to play. You know what's a great song? <laughs> I learned this on piano. It took me like three days to learn to play oh, this on God. piano. So <sighs> we heard uh, Vienna off the Stranger album <sighs> and then Allentown. We listened to that. You were lucky you were still... You're home now. Took my mind off my job. Yes. I'll tell will, you that You much. will be there forever. So this is going out to Dr. Dean and oh. also Matt who called in for it. I, I got to admit, I ain't mad if someone asked for a little boss. Here's Springsteen with Badlands. Mm -hmm. 
Dr. Dean did say, uh, while I was on the table, yeah. oh, we should call Eddie. I wonder if Eddie would pick up a FaceTime call right now. And I was like, you know what? Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Why don't we focus more on the on the treatment, <laughs> less on uh, on getting our friend Eddie Whoa. on the uh, old FaceTime. That's there amazing. Checking in with That's him. That's amazing. I said I'll probably save the story for when we record Monday's show. I'll bring it up then. He goes, Oh, only do it if you got good things to say. Don't <laughs> don't don't say anything bad about me. And I was like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, Doctor Dean. Oh fuck. <laughs> Yeesh. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but in order for that to happen, well, you know what to do. You gotta call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time to look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, April 25th in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like it's today the day some dude invented Listerine. Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen. Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. On this day, April 25th, in the year 1507, German cartographer. You know what a cartographer is? Yeah, map drawer, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Eddie oh, Pence. thank you. Bonus points. <laughs> Martin Waldseemuller ah. was the first man on this day in 1507 to use the name America on his world map, oh. Universalis Cosmographia. So did he name, he practically named it, right? Pretty or, much. Or was it considered America before that, and he just put it on a map? He put it on the map as a tribute to Amerigo Vespucci, the uh, New World explorer oh. who had discovered the New World, so he named it America on his oh, map. Okay. Started ever since. Uh, 1719, on this day in 1719, Daniel Defoe published what is regarded as the first English novel. Mm. book called Robinson Crusoe. I've heard of that. You've heard of that, yeah. of course. The tale of the man who gets uh, stranded on a deserted island. Right. Has to fend for himself. Yeah. It's not completely deserted. He makes one friend. There's a, a local native that becomes his sort of uh, manservant. Right. Which is so cool. So cool. That you enslave the natives <laughs> to do your stuff. That's, that's Whitey's way. <laughs> if you can find someone to enslave... Even on a deserted island, you we'll will. Do it. You'll find him. Do you know what the name of that uh, servant was, Eddie Pence? Alfred. <laughs> no, that was, that's Batman's butler. That's where he got it from. Come on. Daniel Crusoe's buddy, the guy who helped him. Yeah. Well, mm. What was his name? In fact, Daniel had to name him because they didn't speak the same right. language. But he met him on a day of the week, and so he named him after the Tuesday. day of the week. 
You had a one, one out of seven <laughs> shot, and you blew it. Friday. Friday, Friday. yes, Friday. Yes, yes, I know. Which gave us the phrase. Thank God it's Friday. No. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. He's got my dinner here. Right? No. His man Friday, his girl Friday. Sometimes if an assistant will be referred to as a girl Friday, Friday girl or, as, or as a man Friday. I like my idea better. I'm sure you do. Uh, on this day in 1792, first time the guillotine was used in France to execute the highwayman, Oof. Nicolas Pelletier. <laughs> Off with his head. That's a terrible way to go. Uh, I think we need more of it. I think the French had the right idea, especially during the revolution. <laughs> That's true. Uh, speaking of France, also in this day, 1792, La Marseillaise, the national anthem of France, was composed by Claude Joseph Roger de Lille in Strasbourg. You familiar with the French national anthem? Uh, a little bit. Dino Bravo used to come out to it. He was a wrestler course, from French Canada, from Montreal. French Canada? French Canada. You don't say French Canada? No, you well, don't. You should. No. It rolls better than Canada. <laughs> French Canada. French Canada. He was yeah. he was a wrestler, Dino Bravo, world's strongest man at one point. Was he Quebecois? I think so. He spoke French, and he was a, he was actually taken out by hitmen from the mob at one point. That's how he died. In, so in real life? In real life, he was taken out by the mob. It's a fascinating story. Wow. But yeah, he used to come out to the French National Anthem. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. And this day in 1876, <laughs> the Chicago Cubs played their first National League game, beating Louisville 4 to nothing. Yeah. All you Cubs fans out there. In 19, excuse me, 1898, the Spanish-American War broke out. That's when we were fighting the Spanish. Right. For no, many not reasons. Not the Americans. No, no. Makes we sense. Fighting the Spanish. You know why we fought the Spanish-American War? Because we wanted land? No, we were we were supporting the ongoing struggle of Cubans and Filipinos against Spanish rule. Ah. And also there was a mysterious explosion of the battleship, the USS Maine in Havana Harbor, and they blamed the uh, Spanish for that. You think it's a false flag sort of situation? No, they pretty much did it. No. Yeah. Remember the Maine was a famous call don't, during that. Uh, don't know that call. No, you don't remember Alamo, it remember that one. 1901, New York became the first state requiring automobiles to have license plates. Okay. On this day. Also in 1901, in the last of the ninth inning, the Detroit Tigers trailing 13 to 4. It's the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh. Not the last of the ninth inning. Oh. It says here last. I was just reading That's what weird. it wrote. That's a weird way to say it. In, in last of the ninth, it says here. <laughs> okay. It's just weird. Bottom of the ninth. Bottom of the ninth. Detroit Tigers, you're missing the point here. I'm sorry. Trailing 13 to 4. Okay. Scored 10 runs. To, Damn. To come back and win the game. Wow. One of the greatest comebacks in baseball. 1901. Last time the game was entertaining. Man. 1925, Paul von Hindenburg was elected president of Germany. Oh. And with a name like Hindenburg, yeah. you know it's got to be good. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen to something Never. named Hindenburg. Never. You know, the Germans always make good stuff. Yeah, they do. 1928, Buddy, a German Shepherd, became the very first guide dog for a U.S. citizen, Morris Frank, on mm. this day. Chuck Cooper, on this day in 1950, became the first African-American to be drafted into the NBA for the Boston Celtics, oh, wow. ironically. That is kind of weird, mm -hmm. Boston. Sure is. 1952, the American Bowling Congress approved use of automatic pin setters. They finally, it's about time. finally gave in to technology. About time. Told all the pin boys to go home. 
all those people out of work. 1953, Francis Crick and James Watson published their discovery of the double helix structure of DNA in Nature magazine. Mm -hmm. And once again, they left out Rosalind Franklin, whose yeah. name I always bring up because she was the woman on that team who uh, her x-ray photographs of DNA contributed directly to yes. the discovery of the double helix. But she didn't have a penis. And she never gets mentioned. 1954, Bell Labs announced their very first solar battery made from silicon. It was a 6% efficiency. Oh, I didn't know this, but solar panels on the market now, only 15 to 20% efficiency. Yeah, they're not super efficient. Turning uh, light into, yeah. into energy. I thought it'd be more than that. 1960, the very first submerged circumnavigation of the Earth was completed. Mm. The USS Submarine Triton, 60 days and 21 hours under the sea to go around the world. No, thank you. Not for me either. 1961, Robert Noyce. 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 Patented the integrated <laughs> circuit, a.k.a. the microchip. Nice. Later went on to found a little company called Intel. Oh. It's the law. I have to play that I understand. every time I say Intel. Obligated. Lawyers show up at yeah, my house. We don't want that to happen. We do not want that to happen. Uh, U.S. Ranger spacecraft crash landed on the moon on this day in 1962. Oh, they survive? Uh, no one was in the... Uh, in the oh, that's good in the spacecraft that's monkeys <laughs> no monkeys it Dogs. was just nope just there to take pictures of the moon goldfish it crashed into okay. it no no life forms Nin said. 1970 frida Payne released her one hit that would become one of the great r&b standards of the 1970s band of gold Nineteen seventy-four. On this day, the NFL announced they were moving the goalposts from the goal line, yeah, the from back the of the goal line zone. to the back of the end zone. A lot of guys used to run into those. I never knew why they put it there. Pretty stupid. Pretty so dumb. stupid. They also adopted sudden death playoffs. Oh, that's good. But they changed that so everyone gets a chance. Sort yeah, of. I guess. No. You can have ties in the playoffs. So yeah. Nineteen seventy-eight. The first appearance of the greatest mascot in the history of professional baseball, 1978 on this day. Any guesses as to what, <sighs> what mascot, what famous like baseball awful, mascot? That awful green thing. You're talking about the Philly Fanatic? Yes. That's right. Uh-huh. Yes, I do. How can you not love you the Philly Fanatic? You don't even like baseball. How can you like the Philly Fanatic? I love the Fanatic. Why? Because he's he's solely associated with the baseball team. No, he's much more than no, that. No, he's not. He's a bringer of joy. I like Gritty more than the Fanatic. He's a joy bringer. Well, Gritty's the greatest. Overall, in all sports, Gritty's the greatest he mascot. He might be the greatest mascot. But in baseball, it's the <laughs> Fanatic. Because he's from another world. He's, just, he's dumb. He's entertaining. He's dumb. He's got a big snout. Stupid. Also on this day, oh, a twofer. Two of my what? favorite things happened on what? the same day. On this day, April 25th, also in 1978, the same day, uh -huh. on ABC, the second greatest detective show in history premiered.
Robert Urich is Dantana in Vegas. Vegas. The private eye who drove a convertible oh. 1957 Ford Thunderbird oh. into his apartment, yep. which was a garage right. in a storage center of a casino. In Vegas. In Vegas. And he just banged chorus girls and yep. solved crimes. And gambled. Oh, man, what a life. <laughs> and he wore tweed sport coats and leather vests and jeans and cowboy right. boots. And just in, in 120 degrees in Vegas with the top down. Never a bead of sweat. With no air conditioning in that 57 Thunderbird. And just crushed constantly. Oh, man, he's the best. <laughs> 1990 on this day, Hubble Space Telescope was placed into orbit. 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 <laughs> orbit. Hubble in orbit. By the Space Shuttle Discovery. Yeah. And in 2011, at least 300 people were killed in the deadliest tornado outbreak in southern United States history. Oh, yeah. That's a bad way to go. Yeah. By tornado. All right. You know what we do at this point? We find a food related to a day in history. We run it past Eddie Pence, seeing if it's something he'd be willing to eat or perhaps stick up his ass and pull out. Today's no different. We'll talk about that food, then pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If the reels all stop and they match, jackpot. That means Eddie is eaten. However, if they don't match, <laughs> then he's not going to go for it. On this day in 1983, the general secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, Yuri Andropov, okay. invited a U.S. schoolgirl named Samantha Smith to visit the Soviet Union. Oh. Samantha was a, a very advanced little girl. She was 10 years old when she wrote a letter to Yuri Andropov asking why the relationship between the Soviet Union and the United States were so tense. Hmm. Was so tense. Were so tense. Was. Were. She was worried about World War III, basically. We all were at that time. Yes. And, and still are. And now again. <laughs> Cyclical. So she wrote him a very impassioned letter, and Yuri Andropov, to his credit, invited her to come see what life was like in the Soviet Union. Mm -hmm. So she and her family packed up and went to Moscow to spend a couple weeks there. Wow. And uh, Yuri Andropov had her killed immediately when she Just got off the plane. Immediately executed. No, it's not true. Sadly, <laughs> she did pass away when she was young. She became a child actress. Oh, God. And while flying back from a, uh, she was co-starred on a show with Robert Wagner okay. called Lime Street. And flying back from a uh, uh, filming, yeah. going home, uh, the plane, the small oh. plane carrying her and her father crashed. That's awful. When she was 13. But Ew. She, but she was a wonderful girl at 10. And still, I'm sure her entire life she was wonderful. I'm sure. 13 but this years. is an important moment in the uh, relationship between the Soviet Union and the United States. A lot of, as you can imagine, news coverage around yeah. this. She went there. She didn't want any special treatment. She said she wanted to live like a Russian girl would live. They wanted to set her up in a hotel or whatever. Right. She stayed with the Russian family. Oh, wow. Learned the the, the culture. The, the family was on their best behavior. I'll tell you that. I can imagine. I'm sure they, they were told exactly There was what no to KGB say. listening, I'm sure. <laughs> please speak into lamp if you have something good to say about Soviet Union, please, Samantha. <laughs> Welcome to our country. You can speak into this tie clip, which is nothing else but holding my tie. <laughs> Test one, two. But she uh, enjoyed Russian food, Eddie Pence, really? as well. Yes. Including mm -hmm. the delicious kolodets. Kolodets? Kolodets. 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 It's food loved by many generations in Russia. Hmm. It takes over a day to prepare, That's Eddie too Pence. long for food to be it's made. not too long, for this is for wonderfulness delivered to your mouth 
in special way only in Russia. Okay. Cholodets. Cholodets. Yes. Cholodets. It, it, to make true cholodets, okay. here's what you got to do. What do you need? Uh, Potatoes? You got to make some pork. Uh, pork. Okay. You got a, a bottom of the bowl that's filled with chopped pork meat. Okay. Now, you've cooked the pork, right? So you've I got hope. a greasy pork broth. All right. Left over, right? Right. So you put the meat at the bottom, and then you pour the broth over it. Okay. And because the pork broth has so much fat in it, mm-hmm. you leave it 24 hours in the fridge, and then when it comes out, it's it is, congealed. is a flavorful meat jelly that's ready <laughs> ready to be served. Oh, like that? Yes. That's it? Yes. We're not doing anything else to it? No, it's a cold pork dish that comes out almost like a, a jello mold. That's got the pork meat inside of it and also the flavorful pork drippings as well, holding it all together. So, <laughs> Cholodets oh. is a beloved Russian... The first part of that's correct. <laughs> it's a beloved Russian dish that Samantha Smith, the young 10-year-old girl who, who was a bridge of peace uh, between yes. our two nations. Without her, who knows? Who Maybe knows, the wall doesn't exactly. Come down. Maybe it doesn't. So, thank her. And thank Cholodets. And is that something that Eddie Pence would also enjoy? If he were to go over and live with a Russian family, would he dig in to a big bowl of Cholodets? It's the only way for us to find out. we got to pull that handle. Here we go. One bowl, two bowls, three. Oh, come on. The, the idea of Cholodets. eating congealed pork fat. If What if it was gravy? What if it was hot no. and you poured it over the pork? No. If it was, it was like a pork broth, you just poured it over the pork and you right. made it hot. That's different. Why? It's the same exact food. It's cold just different and it's gelatinous. And you're it's just, meat jelly. You're, uh, <laughs> How many times uh, do you get to dig into meat jelly? <laughs> meat jelly. Uh, that's so fucking gross, man. It's fucking meat. Uh. Meat jelly. Stop that's- saying meat jelly. That sounds delicious. Sounds awful. A flavorful meat jelly can be be yours. No, thank you. If you just open up your mind. Good day, sir. (laughs) Good day. I'm not eating meat jelly. Meat jelly. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, that's it for today's look back on this day in history. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a wrap for the Ralph Report today in history. Meat jelly. Oh, stop, dude. I'm going to make some cholodets. Please don't make cholodets. And then we're going to dig in. Maybe you have a, uh, like a gefilte fish cholodets. Uh, no. Double I'm, feature. Ooh, Just looking at the gefilte fish makes me want to It looks yak. good. It's got carrots in there. It's floating in all kinds of good it stuff. It looks like a fucking organ of a, of a cow. It's in a jar in formaldehyde. It does look like on like Halloween when yes. you try to decorate the mad scientist exactly. set. You got to have exactly what that looks like. You put something inside a jar with some murky liquid. It's Abby someone. <laughs> Abby normal. Abby normal. 
All right, let's turn our attention to the entertainment news in a segment I call <sighs> the Showbiz Beat. Congratulations to the bad guys. Oh. Toppling Fantastic Beasts 3 at the box office, taking the number one spot with 20, excuse me, $24 million mm. in its debut. Not a huge number, no. but. Thought it'd be bigger. Being a kid's movie and pretty stuff. Pretty good. This is uh, hard to believe. The DreamWorks animation film has a $70 million price tag. Wow. Cost seventy million dollars to make that motion. Wow, picture. they're probably wanted a bigger opening weekend than that. I believe they did. Wow. So it's going to take some time for them to claw back to. Uh, they didn't really advertise that movie money. a lot. I saw a lot of billboards. I saw billboards. I didn't see commercials. I didn't see trailers for it. A whole lot of trailers. How for often it. do you watch commercial television anymore? I know, but usually you see them pop up on your phone during on Facebook and whatnot. I suppose. Uh, the only other newcomer at the box office this weekend was The Northman, mm. a blood-soaked Viking epic. So you yes. take the kids to see one or the other. One or the other. I guess you're going to go see the uh, bad guys. Bad guys apparently is big with the furry community. What's furry? What's furry? What's the furry community? The uh, people who like to have sex dressed up in mascot costumes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The furries. They're into that. So into that. Ooh. Mr. Wolf, the lead in the bad guys, yeah. is apparently like a sex symbol. Oh, is he? Yes. And they all want to know when they get to see his cock. And oh, well. There's fan art online. And... I'm sure that's in the works. So if you're looking to show your kids some stuff from the bad guys, I'm just saying <laughs> Be careful. choose carefully you open. what you pop up oh, on the screen. Oh, my God. Iggy Azalea's got a beef. Oh, with who? American Airlines. Ah, don't we all? Saying that uh, they stranded her and her baby. And she went off on social media slamming American Airlines, warning other families not to fly them. Oh. And what? asking other folks to chime in and tell their bad American Airlines stories. <laughs> However, it turns out American Airlines may not be completely to blame in this situation. Hmm. In fact, they're speaking up for themselves. They say she showed up at the airport at 5.30 p.m. for a 6 o'clock flight. Oh, that doesn't fly. No. No. She was able to check her bags and go through security, but someone in her party got held up going through TSA. And boarding had ended 15 minutes before departure, so by the time she got to the check-in gate, yeah. Yeah, the door had already closed. That, that's what happens for everybody. And once that door is closed... They're not going to open it up again not for, for you. anyone. But she threw a hissy fit, and now she's blasting on social media, and they're like, no, we've got the receipts, and she showed up late for her flight, so she missed it. Yeah, like anyone else would. Tough darts. Wow. I'm glad they're uh, not yeah. cottoning to her good. blackmail. That's good. That's good. And this is exciting hmm? news, if it's true. Everyone's talking about The Flash, the yeah. new DC movie with the uh, lunatic. Yes. Starring as the Flash, we got Ben Affleck in there, Michael Keaton as well, right? Yes, I yeah. mean that's the that's the, 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 draw. the draw for a lot of people is they are now toying with the multiverse, right. a la uh, MCU, yeah. uh, Marvel, and so uh, now they're promising. This is supposed leak. Take it for what it's worth. Okay, that they are opening it up to all the different incarnations of all the DC superheroes, at least in cameos in the new Flash movie, oh. including Linda Carter as Wonder Woman. Well, she's already in the new Wonder Woman movie, apparently, right? Yeah, but she's, she's not playing that Wonder Woman. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in her classic Wonder Woman, Christopher Reeve and Adam West. They're going to reanimate show. them. No, apparently their Flash will be running through different timelines, and then you'll see footage of these heroes oh, wow. being heroic in their own universes as he travels through. Okay, well, I guess that's, that's one way to tie it in. That's the rumor. So, I mean, they're, they're bringing up... All the stops. Oh, 
Now they can also swap him out for another Flash as well. That's what they so. need to do. Get Grant Gustin in there and uh, tell them they're uh, no longer needed <laughs> in the universe. Speaking of Adam West, by the way, thanks to everyone who sent me that clip from Collider they put together. That yes. uh, awesome trailer that is Adam West being inserted into the trailer for the new <laughs> The Batman movie with Rob Pattinson uh, removed and Adam West put in. Yeah, I loved it. And it's awesome. And thank you to all of you who sent that to me, of which there were a great many, but I'm not going to complain because that means they saw it and thought of me and right. sent it to me. Yeah. They, they didn't know how many people were sending no. it to me. No, it's very nice. It was very nice. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on April 25th. Bassist Stu Cook of the famous Creedence Clearwater Revival. He's 77 years old today. Talia Shire. Yo, Adrian. I did it. <laughs> She's 77 years old today. Jeffrey DeMunn, super talented actor. He's so good in billions. He's 75. Hank Azaria, the man of a thousand voices over there on The Simpsons, 58 years old today. Singer Andy Bell of Erasure is also 58. Oh, baby. Renee Zellweger is 53. Jason Lee, pals with uh, Kevin Smith, of course, but also from My Name is Earl and Almost Famous. He's 52. Al Pacino celebrates his birthday today. He's 82 years old. Oh, my old. God, really? Yes. Wow. So we wish Al a very happy birthday. Oh, you don't have to wish me a happy birthday. My girlfriend is 28. <laughs> I'm 82. Reverse it. 28. So I'm happy every day. Ooh, ah. Although I think I dislocated my jaw last night. Oh, well. Wow. Thanks, Al. Thanks for stopping by. Well, we have a lot in common. <laughs> and singer Bjorn Olves from ABBA is 77 years old today. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, it's time for Munchin' Monday. Oh, time to get our gefilte fish on. Looks so gross. Gefilte fish is an age-old dish enjoyed uh, traditionally as an appetizer by the Ashkenazi Jews, mm -hmm. but also celebrated um, by some Catholics in Poland as well. Uh, it's referred to in Poland as Karpo Pozidowskiu which means carp, Jewish style. And so they serve it on Christmas Eve or Holy Saturday. So it's not just a, a Jewish dish, although we do think of it primarily as a Jewish dish yes. because yes. it's um, usually served on Jewish holidays, such as Passover, which just passed over. Gefilte fish, traditionally, historically, was a stuffed whole fish consisting of minced 
fish meat mm-hmm. that had been chopped up finely mm-hmm. and then stuffed back inside the intact fish skin mm-hmm. and then baked. But by the 16th century, cooks had started just forgetting the labor-intensive step of stuffing the fish, and they would just form it into patties or fish balls, if you will, and then just poach it. And it is ground-up carp, whitefish, or pike that has been deboned, forced uh, into forced at gunpoint. Get in! Into, Get in there! Into a loaf and then poached, and it's delicious. Mm. Some folks, when they found out we were going to be doing gefilte fish, uh, recommended we use a, a beet horseradish to go with it. But we're going to go naked with the gefilte fish today because we want to get all the gefilte flavor mm. we can. Do we? Here on the Ralph Report. It's time for Munchin' Monday. Munchin' Mondays. It's a fun day. And it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays. Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did the, the thought of it makes me sick. The testicles are just all... For those of you two, three, and four-star generals who watch Munchin' Monday as opposed to just uh, listening to it. What's the Making sure you're recording. Because no, two recording. weeks ago, you forgot. We, we got it going now. Because you recorded the after. We got it going Okay. Um, uh, for those folks who uh, watch our video of Munchin Monday, I'm going to show you. This is uh, Yehuda. Yehuda! Product of Israel, original gefilte fish, our new sponsor here in the Ralph Report. Yehuda, when you're eating gefilte fish, make sure it comes from Israel. Gefilte <laughs> from Yehuda. Oh. Yehuda, rather. Yehuda. Uh, there it is in the jar. You can see it. I'm so holding gross. it up there. It so disgusting. And I just, I brought a little table here so we can just, uh, we can just get it fresh right out of the jar. Yeah. And then we'll just put it on the, uh, you got a fork over there, right? I do have a fork. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that, Eddie. That's some gefilte goodness right there. I'm going to. fucking awful. Ooh. Really that, fishy? That is fishy. Oh. <laughs> it's a fishy broth right there. Oh, I don't like a fishy broth. Oh, there's there's several uh, different. Uh, uh, that is fishy as fuck. Several fish balls in here so we can each get our own oh good i'm going to share a fish ball with you i'm going to serve you up one serve myself up one i don't want to drip any fish broth yeah because that'll linger you want a little extra fish no, broth? No, good. That's there? plenty. You want a you want a carrot? I like anything? no. I do not need a fishy ass carrot. You don't want a carrot? No. I'm gonna have a carrot. Why? It's not gonna taste like a carrot. It's gonna I, taste like fish. I need a uh, need some veggies. Oh, it's so fishy. It is fishy. You know what? Uh, smells a little bit like uh, tuna to me. This is a uh, carp and silver carp. Apparently, is the two different fish that are made okay. in from the smashed into the good a ball. folks at Yehuda. Yehuda. From uh, the Israel, the Israeli, Israel, gefilte Israelites fish that we're eating here today, and it looks like a meatball. Basically, it does look like a fish ball. All right, let me get my uh, fork here. You got your fork? I have my fork. All oh, right. just so cuts right open. It does, and these are supposed to be served cold, so we're eating it just as it should be. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Right? Yeah, it's the taste isn't bad. The texture's it's getting me. It's not bad at all. The taste, the texture's getting me. That's very mild. I thought it'd yeah. be fishier. It's hardly it. It smells fishier than it tastes. Mm. 
I'm trying to place what the what it tastes like. It tastes like fish. Not really. Man, that's good. And it's soft. It's so I can eat it with soft. my broken jaw. Yeah, you could just. I'm gonna have my carrot now. You know what? I taste the carrot and the fish. Mm. That's what I'm tasting. I'm tasting the carrot. Don't taste the carrot I taste the, the carrot. I got a carrot here stuck to the lid. Would you like this one? It's very carroty. It's not carroty. It just has a little no, carrot flavor carrot. in there. Man, I'm going to have some more of that after the show. No, I'm done. That is good. Not good. Eddie Pence is leaving free food on the plate. Yeah, you know not, he's not a fan. Not a fan. I took my two bites. But seriously. It's not awful. I just... You're... The, I would never elect to eat that on my own. But you're pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I, I'm not repulsed by it. See? It's not... I'm not fucking yakking over it that's the magic of munch and monday but i'll never eat it again the idea of it and talking about it and looking at it in the jar made you all gacky yeah. and then you eat it and you realize right nothing to be afraid of so when people bring up gefilte fish in a conversation and i won't go oh right. i'll just like, like eh, it's oh, not for me i've had that once it's not for me yeah but it was fine you it can say fine. it was fine i'll pass no oh, boy if you offer it i'll just stick with the bread rolls that's why i don't invite you to my passover seder oh i'll tell you that much bad you're missing out there you go, kids. Gefilte fish. Shalom. <laughs> From the Ralph Report. <laughs> it's just another munching Monday. Eating is fun day. Maybe something on a bun day. I hope I don't get the runs day. It's just another munching Monday. A little horseradish on that would be good. Probably help it. Spice it up. It a would help bit. it. Give it something. Give it a little zip. It's almost a little bland. Well, it's just ground fish. Yeah. This, I, I would. I, I would. I thought it'd be fishier. Hmm. It wasn't fishy enough for you. No. I just the way it smells coming out. I of the can jar, leave it in the sun for a while. No, I'm good. Like. It's quite fishy enough. I just thought eating it, I would get a stronger fish taste. See, you never know. That's why you got to try stuff. I don't need to try it. Good. Oh man. I never need to have it again. I'm well. Good. When we get meat jelly next week. Oh, meat jelly. Stop with the meat jelly. You're going to be singing a different tune. Coagulated pork fat. Mm. Sounds good. No, it doesn't. Come on, man. No, man. You expand your horizons. I don't. I really don't. All right, kids. That's it for today's show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Just in time for a major fucking spasm. Oh, no. Yeah, I got to go ice. I got to go ice. Call Dr. Dean. That's my Dr. Dean. He's got a 24-hour hotline, I'm sure. <laughs> He answers his own phone. I could probably call him at home. Talk about Springsteen. Yeah, we got to to play, play another live in concert <laughs> Madison Square Garden Billy Joel set. Uh, that's it, kids. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Come on back tomorrow. We're going to do it all over again. But in order for that to happen, you have to do what I did not do. Take care of yourself. Stay good in the hood. Because life is life. We want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. Until tomorrow, love you. Mean it. Bye. 